The Hard Shoulder with Kieran Cuddy with Nissan on News Talk. Right now, though, it gives me great pleasure to welcome to the Hard Shoulder Dr. Neve Lynch, who's a consultant paediatrician with a special interest in paediatric neurology. And she is here to help, I guess, ease some of people's concerns because there are lots of colds and coughs and flus going around at the moment. But the question lots of parents ask themselves, me included, is at what point should I be concerned? At what point should I seek some medical intervention? Uh, Neve, you're welcome to the show and, and thanks a million for uh, taking the time to speak to us. What are um, what, what are some of the warning signs, some of the red flags that parents need to be aware of when, when kids might be sick anyway, but this could be something more serious? So the first thing is to emphasise that parental instinct is really important. So if you have a sort of a niggling feeling that things just aren't quite right, then it's really important that you sort of don't ignore that feeling. But in terms of looking at a child in front of you who maybe has been a little bit sniffly and snuffly for a couple of days and hasn't been drinking a lot or maybe has had a bit of vomiting or diarrhoea, the main things that you want to be watching for is controlling their temperature and managing their hydration. So uh, a temperature that kind of goes on for more than three days, we would be a bit suspicious about that. You definitely want to get that checked out. Um, A temperature that is very hard to control, you know, so you're giving your calpol and your neurofen and the temperature just isn't coming down. That's probably wise to get checked out as well. Uh, A really good idea if your baby's still in nappies is to record when they are well, record how many wet nappies they have in the day. Mm. Because that's a sign of how well hydrated they are. And then obviously if the wet nappies start to fall off, that means that they're not getting enough liquid and they're not producing as much urine. So if the wet nappies fall to less than half of normal, then that's a sign really that you should get them checked out as well. And then there's a couple of other things, you know, like their colour and their form. Like if they're really, really cranky, then that's a bit of a red flag, you know. Um, And then obviously their breathing. So if they have something like RSV or the flu and it's in their chest, you know, they're chesty with it, you want to be looking at how hard they're working to breathe and how fast they're breathing. There was an awful lot of pressure, we know, on the hospital system at different times before Christmas because of spikes with RSV and other things. What's the situation like now? It's getting a little bit better. I think we might have passed peak RSV. No, that doesn't mean that you can't get RSV. You can mm. get, you're likely to get it on the downslope of the peak as the upslope. Uh, so it doesn't mean that we can sort of relax about it. But it does seem to, I think, have peaked. But sometimes you get a second peak kind of later on in the season. So I'm not going to sort of, uh, sort of um, relax too much about it yet. I suppose what we're coming towards now is the peak in the flu as well. So over Christmas, unfortunately, we had a lot of little kiddies in hospital with the flu. Yeah. Um, so the flu is really picking up now. Uh, the, 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 there was this kind of narrative out there um, and not... I should uh, add, from medical professionals necessarily, uh, but a narrative out there that this was kind of a post-COVID thing, that we had kind of a generation or a couple of generations of young people who hadn't been exposed to all these illnesses. So they were getting sick quicker and more severely. I mean, is is there anything to back that up? They're, they're, they're obviously collecting data on it still at the moment in terms of the what we call the epidemiology of this. But the, the theory about the immunity gap, as it's called, is uh, it doesn't really hold water. In fact, you know, what, what happened during the lockdowns when we had very little transmission of flu and RSV, that actually did protect kids when they were at their more vulnerable stage. So babies who are under six months they can get very sick when they're when they have RSV. Um, so it protected a lot of babies in that respect. But then obviously when they started to go out into the world and, and meet people, they did get quite a few viruses altogether. Um, but, you know, the thing is that I think now 
previously we were just said, oh, you know, everybody's snotty and has a cold. Mm. Now we're hyper vigilant uh, about viruses. You know, we're hyper aware. But really, you know, um, even though we say like that, that this is the worst RSV season we've seen in terms of numbers, the population in the country has increased. And, you know, there's lots of different factors uh, that could be playing into that. And it's only with the benefit of collecting all the data over one particular season that we can look back and say, oh, God, that was worse or maybe it just peaked early. Uh, so the numbers really, we only understand the numbers when we're at the end of it, which isn't much use. <laughs> when uh, you're uh, kind of stuck in the middle of yeah, it. Yeah, yeah. In, in, in terms of kind of prevention being better than cure, um, what could or should parents be doing then in the next few weeks, particularly as p- kids go back to school? I have one back to school today and one stayed at home because he is sick. Um, yeah. I mean, is, is that what, the best thing to do? Yeah, like why? Why did you make that decision? You know, what was your um, what was your deciding factor? Well, I'll tell you what; it's it not necessarily in the cold and flu bracket. It's tonsillitis, so it's just miserable. Mm. Okay, yeah. So, like a lot of parents wonder, you know, God, they have a snotty nose. Should I be keeping them home? Do you know what I mean? So, yeah, because there was remember immediately post COVID, as we were coming out of it, still at that point, Mm. there was a, a kind of a message: if they have a cold at all, just keep them home. Let's not kind of mm. go back to where we were. I think that's kind yeah. of gone. Like not everybody with yeah. a little sniffle is being kept home. No, and it's very. I mean, it's very hard for parents to actually manage to do that. You oh, know, yeah. so my kids had never I been in school. <laughs> Yeah, exactly. This time of year, especially. So I suppose the, the the way you would look at it is if a child has a fever, they really shouldn't go to school for their own sake as much as anything else, because they could have a temperature in school and be absolutely miserable. And the teacher will have to call and get them collected and all that kind of stuff. If they have a fever, I would advise keeping them at home. I don't think it's fair on the child to send them in. If they wake up in the morning and they have a little bit of a runny nose and it's sort of a clear discharge and they're just sniffing a little bit, if they're generally well and they've no temperature, then they do have a virus. There's almost no doubt about that. And when they go into school, they will probably spread that virus around. But they also probably got it in school. You know what I mean? Yeah. So, you know, you have to be kind of pragmatic as well. You know, we can't we can't stop transmission of all viruses forever. I mean, then you're back into a lockdown situation and nobody wants that either. You know, so I think we just have to be a bit sensible. So if the child is showing symptoms like the symptoms I discussed with you earlier, if they're showing symptoms of being unwell in themselves or if they have a fever or any difficulty with their breathing or a real cough or a wheeze, then they shouldn't go to school for their own comfort as much as anything else. Yeah, well, listen, pragmatic advice is the best advice. Uh, so we appreciate it and thank you very, very much for joining us here on the show. Dr. Niamh Lynch is a consultant paediatrician. The Hard Shoulder with Kieran Cuddy with Nissan. Weekdays from four on News Talk.